How do you compete against social media giants like Instagram and TikTok? Create community of more than 300,000 and encourage your users to share their stories and stay in the app. Well, today we're talking with Drew Williams at Press Sports to find out how his team grew the app into a thriving community to showcase athletic achievements and connect coaches and fans. I'm your host as always, Peggy Ann Saltz, mobile analyst, tech consultant, senior Forbes writer, and founder of Mobile Groove. And every two weeks on the button, we bring you tips and advice from marketers at major consumer brands who share how they achieve their retention and engagement goals. And their success and this show is powered by CleverTap, headquartered in Mountain View, California, with offices in Mumbai, Singapore, and Dubai. CleverTap is a modern integrated retention cloud that empowers digital consumer brands to increase consumer retention and lifetime value. So is it possible to create a social networking app for athletes, a niche audience, you might say, that combines the virality of Instagram with the professionalism of LinkedIn and then turn that into a showcase for athletic achievements and even better, a way to connect with coaches and fans? Well, if it doesn't sound like it's possible, it is because Press Sports does that. They've proved it's possible and they have the blueprint to compete with the social media giants. And they've carved out a very specific niche for athletes. And today we're talking with Drew Williams, co-founder and CMO at Press Sports, to find out how his team grew the app into a thriving community of more than 250,000 users in over 70 countries. And more than that, what does it mean to retain users when you're up against the likes of Instagram. Well, we're gonna find out, as I said, with Drew. Drew, here you are, welcome. So I've told a little bit about your app, but we're gonna talk about it in more depth. So let's just dive in there. Great to have you. Great, yeah, thank you so much for having me on, Peggy. So let's do it a little bit by the numbers here. I had 250,000 registered users, but who knows, it could be a ton more. Um, give me an idea of the numbers. You know, they've, they've published in 70 countries. Update us on the app. Uh, so yeah, I think uh, last time we met, it was 250,000. Now we're approaching 300,000. Um, mm -hmm. We've tapered off growth recently. We're actually in a rebuilding process right now with our product. And so, um, you know, growth has been steady. It's been more organic uh, rather than acquiring our users right now until we relaunch this new app in uh, June, um, which is next month. Um, but yeah, you're very close there. It's just around 300,000. Okay. Organic acquisition, that's always a fascinating topic. And I've talked to a number of marketers doing it different ways. A lot of ASO, ASO is back big time, but now it's growth yep. or, you know, it's app marketing optimization, not app uh, store optimization. Tell me a little bit about that. Unpack that. How are you approaching organic growth? So organic growth uh, comes from a few things. There's, you know, we have social media channels, obviously, on other social platforms. We can help showcase um, our athletes' highlights um, and promote the app, obviously, through there. Uh, word of mouth is always king when it comes to organic growth, and so that always comes from a, a very consistent and valuable product. Um, so product is always big and, and giving value to the users when it comes to Word of mouth, um, you know, we just bought on a head of growth, Anthony Ladinisi. He's doing a lot of the paid ad, but also he's doing SEO. So, um, you know, mm -hmm. SEO can be organic 
through uh, our profiles. You know, we have web profiles, so um, there's a lot of different keywords and descriptions around certain users. Um, and so SEO is uh, another one of those organic kind of ways to grow. And you said it's also a lot about, you know, building through those channels, SEO, others, but also building brand. How's that coming? Because that's also another great way to acquire users. And it wasn't so long ago that you raised $1.5 in funding. Congratulations, by the way, Drew. So has that investment also Thank gone you. a little bit towards this other effort? For sure. Yeah. Branding, um, you know, so I do a lot of the content marketing and mm -hmm. so, you know, our head of social Katie Taylor's done a great job in, uh, promoting this content on all of our social media. Uh, we actually just bought on a head personality. Who's going to be, you know, we just released a, a top 10 video yesterday that we're promoting on our social media coming soon. Um, but the branding part, you know, is as a brand, we're trying to represent the athlete and allow all athletes to, share their quote unquote stories. Um, we believe all social medias, uh, you know, outside of us kind of cater towards the top 3% of athletes. And we feel like those other 97% of athletes deserve a platform to showcase their highlights, showcase their talents and, you know, be recognized. So it's been a ride, roller coaster ride, right? You made it through COVID flying colors. Tell me about that journey. So uh, with COVID back in early 2020, um, definitely came up on everyone. We were actually at the same accelerator at TDC when it, you know, all the news came out. We were the last people to want to leave the office because, you know, we we're so driven over the company and trying to grow. But COVID obviously struck and, you know, for a lot of companies, unfortunately, it was, it was very devastating. Luckily for us, we had capital raised uh, just from December of, of 19. Um, so we were okay, you know, capital and cash wise, um, as far as, you know, COVID goes, you know, obviously we started working remote, uh, luckily, you know, when you're a tech company, you can do a lot of this stuff just from your laptop and, and, uh, your mobile device. And, and so a lot of these athletes discovered us, um, and we're using our app actively, uh, posting their old highlights, uh, you know, doing all that stuff, uh, in part because, you know, they can go outside and play. And so it's like, might as well go on an app and consume some cool sports content, connect with other athletes similar to you, um, and, you know, showcase your, your talent and, and highlights to these coaches that are on our app. So, you know, it gave us some good brand uh, awareness, I would say, uh, social media, but in a way it, it sort of revolutionized the content creation piece of things because, you know, people now were just at their homes. They had not much to do. They can go to their jobs. And so, the one thing you could do is get on your phone and uh, get it, create, you know, TikTok's a big one, creating content with, but even with highlights, you know, now it's like I found, you know, press sports. Now I can post my highlights. I did my highlights, promote it to coaches just from my phone. And so it's not like you have to go to a travel tournament and pay thousands of dollars now to get seen by coaches or by other athletes. Anything that has changed about your app, how you monetize it, how you are... Um, getting it out to that audience. It's great that we're out there, but how are you getting in our hand? So monetization, we're, we're pre-revenue. We haven't really focused on monetization. We obviously, you know, paid ads is one. We've actually had users asking us to give them advertising because we know, you know, all this stuff about 
uh, what sport they play. Um, you know, we could recommend products to them, all that. So, you know, that'll, that'll come in the near future. Um, but right now we're focusing on just bringing value to the users, acquiring users and, you know, retaining them. So focus on the product, bring value to the users. Uh, we haven't done much to our current app because we are rebuilding an entirely new app. We bought on a lot of engineers to the team, which has been awesome. They've been incredible rebuilding this app. Um, and so we're releasing this new app in a month. We're actually rebranding as well. Uh, we haven't oh. pushed that rebrand. There'll be some new colors. You know, we think they'll be really cool. Oh. We'll, we'll have a big launch around the new product with a bunch of influencers, our ambassadors promoting this rebrand. And so. You know, once we get this new rebuild out, we'll be optimizing that product and continuing to help our users in our community. And that's also very cool because everyone says product is the new marketing and you're making that connection. You've iterated your product on the basis of what you've learned from your marketing as well. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. Marketing and uh, product marketing and retention, they go hand in hand. You know, you talked about organic growth, like that's king to growth. Uh, you can only pay for so many users. Paid ads is more so a, put a little gas on the fire. You could say it's more so to get things going, but it isn't the end all be all. So, you know, organic growth is always extremely crucial. And the way to get that is just giving the user a good experience. If, you know, you bring a user on and, and you get them to understand the value of the product, you know, sooner or later, they're going to tell their friends about it. Their friends are going to get on their friends. Friends are going to get on. Um, and the same with any, any sort of product or any app out there. It's, you know, product is, is always, you know, king towards retention. Uh, you can do so much, you know, customer marketing with clever tabs, obviously help putting in yourself in your own shoes. Like if you get notifications and all this stuff from an app, but you don't really enjoy the app, it's like, none of that really matters. Great segue, because we're going to talk about growth. We're going to talk about growth through retention. We're going to talk also about the journey in your app and maybe even how you've tweaked it and fine-tuned it for your new release. But right now, we do have to go to break, Drew, so don't go away, listeners. We'll be right back. For maximum customer engagement and retention, choose CleverTap. CleverTap is a leading customer engagement and retention platform that helps digital brands maximize lifetime value. Over 8,000 apps around the world, including Vodafone, Star, and Sony, trust CleverTap to improve user engagement, boost retention, and fuel long-term revenue growth. Learn more at CleverTap.com. That's CleverTap.com. Welcome back. Today we have Drew Williams, co-founder and CMO at Press Sports. And a little bit of a news flash, maybe even, because you are going to have a rebrand and a new type of app. But let's talk a little bit about your app currently, because what's interesting is that it allows me to share, allows me to post my highlights, get discovered. But that's also an experience, a journey where I can drop off or I can... How do you nudge users along that path? Yeah, so, you know, the first thing obviously is I look at a lot of the data in regards to, you know, what are users doing uh, that are leading them to retain long-term. And so obviously, you know, we talked earlier about the value and how you're bringing value to the user, but it's like, what, what's the value that users are finding and, and what's, you know, pulling them and what's pushing them away. Uh, me and my co-founder, Conrad Cornell, Early on, we were young, we were 
22 years old, started this app. We had no idea about what retention was, about any of that. We didn't look at what users were doing. And so, you know, we get at one point as 20 users on a day and be, and be totally pumped. And we wouldn't realize, you know, 19 of them would be gone after one day. And so retention is very important in finding out, okay, what are those users that are retaining doing? So, you know, we sat down and we were just, we got to figure out when a new user gets on, what is that action that we are trying to drive uh, that's going to lead them to have a better experience on the app and overall get them to retain long-term. And so, you know, we looked at the data together and we realized well, if users are either posting, which right now, a lot of our users are athletes. And so if they make a post, they're going to have a better experience because now they're having other athletes engage with them, engage with their highlights. Right now in our current app, uh, users that put in their school or their club team and they find their friends through that uh, and they connect with their friends on our app tend to retain uh, a lot higher as well. And so. You know, we ran into this awesome company called CleverTap. We met with Mackenzie, who's been great with us. She's a representative at CleverTap, and we were talking to her about certain things we're trying to drive for new users. At that point, we were essentially just sending notifications blindly through our own uh, backend software. There was no sort of platform to do all that. And with Mackenzie got everything set up, and we created these journeys that essentially would send certain notifications based on what a user did and didn't do in their signup and their first, you know, experience. So you get on our app and, you know, do some stuff here and there. And based on what they did, we would kind of help guide them, whether through notifications, pop-ups, emails, you know, to make that first post and testing with CleverTap on notifications, what, what works, what doesn't putting the right content in front of them. You know, that's something in the rebuild we've, uh, we're really going to be focusing on is, you know, if a new athlete joins the app and he sees a few of his friends highlights, he's probably going to be more likely to post his own continuing to optimize towards those activation metrics is, is crucial. Um, and figuring that out as soon as possible, when you're it, really in any product, you want to figure out, you know, what is that, that value that you need to push the user, you know, that action that you need to push the user to take, to get that value from the app. And so uh, CleverTap has been great there and, and working with Conrad has been great there as well. And, and Brandon, who's, you know, our, our uh, COO has helped a lot there. So just continuing to optimize towards those metrics is very crucial and, and CleverTap has been a big help there. Finding out what those events are that define a valuable user, because then you want to say cohorts, you know, I want to see that these users are doing these actions because then they are going to be the valuable users. Maybe the others, you, right. just let them, you just let them go, you know, I'd like to talk a little bit more about deeper in the funnel. You know, what happens when users of the app drop off or even out of the app? Can you tell me a little bit about the approaches you're using to reignite these relationships or even, or even win back the users? You know, in marketing in general, it's a lot easier to resurrect a user than to buy a new one. And so, you know, resurrection is very important. And really any company, you know, resurrecting a, a, we call them a dead user. And, and you got to be careful with it because usually with the resurrecting user, either it's, they just forgot about the app and they, you know, they have some other stuff going on. They're not focused on it, or they just didn't enjoy the app or they lost value in the app. And so you have to be very careful with how you're resurrecting them. Cause usually you have one shot to get them back. 
um, or when you get them back, you have one shot to keep them. Um, imagine yourself, if I resurrected you and you get back on the product, there's nothing different. The next time I try to resurrect you, you're probably not going to yeah. bad an eye towards it. So you got to be very careful with that. Uh, but you know, if you do it the right way, you can be very successful in resurrecting. Usually the best way for us is pushing content that's relatable to the user. Yeah. You know, with our new product, we'll, uh, we have some new emails we'll be putting in obviously for the rebrand, but you know, especially with social media, one thing that usually resurrects is anything on your profile. So if it's new notification or new, mm -hmm. uh, someone follows you, a friend joins the app, those kinds of things are very helpful. Um, when you just push random things out uh, and the user doesn't find value, the last thing you want to do is get them to unsubscribe or, or, you know, delete your app in the worst case possible. And so, you know, being very careful there, but there are good strategies you can take, like the ones I just said. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, continuing to test is big. Clever Taps help with that. You can test, you know, how many are reading it, how many are clicking in, how many are, you know, getting back on the app from whatever you send. And uh, so, yeah, resurrecting is, is crucial because, you know, one, that user already knows you as a brand. And so imagine marketing 101 is, you know, usually users that are uh, people in general see a product for the fifth or sixth time, then they'll eventually budge and, and check it out or buy it or anything like that. And so when you're going after a resurrected user, that's kind of that same user or that same uh, person you're trying to acquire um, in paid acquisition because, you know, they know about your product, they know about your brand, they know what you're about. And so basically you just got to kind of nudge them and, and say, hey, man, like, you know, or, you know, whoever, like, come back in the app. This is why you have a new notification, new friend, uh, anything that's relatable to them that can give them value. That's the biggest thing you have to think about is what value are we going to give them through sending them this? It can't be value for us. It has to be value for them. The more you focus on them, the better you're going to be and the more successful you're going to be in resurrecting. So really the point has to be relatable, relevant, never random has to be value for the yep. users. I'm going to take a look at the users for the moment because you have an interesting audience, right? You have three basic customer segments. You've got the athletes, you've got the fans like myself, then you've got the coaches, right? But then athletes can, can even become coaches at some point, or they can also be fans. So tell me a little bit about that split and how you would personalize or how you do personalize currently people who have broader personas basically so right now uh, athletes is our biggest demo and, and our, you know fans in general most of them are parents actually which is interesting so you know we have a lot of yeah a lot of youth sports that uh, uh -huh. comes on our app uh youth sports in general has been growing tremendously and if you think about those that younger generation you know they're very drawn towards anything you know tech and social and anything that's kind of new and and so, you know, parents have loved our app. They'll get on our app, post their uh, children that are, you know, maybe five, six, seven years old that, you know, don't have phones. And a lot of our early investors, you know, they invested because they could see them as parents uh, posting their children's highlights on this profile. And then eventually their child grows up and takes over that profile. And so now that child can look back at when he was five years old or she was six years old and see what she was doing then. And so it comes back to our, our slogan about, you know, what's your story as an athlete? 
And so, you know, when you have all those highlights from when you're a kid up to when you're, you know, 18 or even beyond, you know, it's really showing your entire journey as an athlete. Um, and so parents have been big coaches, obviously, but, you know, we'll ask coaches, what, what are they looking for? Are uh, they looking for, you know, obviously we'll ask what sport they play, but, you know, are they looking for, for example, football? So if you're, are you looking for a running back? Are you looking for a running back in your state? We'll feed them, you know, prospects and content towards them that they're looking for. And it comes back to your providing value for each different demographic. It's obviously different for coaches than it is for athletes. And so then fans in general, you know, as we continue to grow the athlete side of the product, fans will follow. Parents right now, I'd say, are the biggest fans uh, because, you know, they're supporting and, and, you know, supporting their children on the app. And so eventually, you know, we'll have, you know, we have organizations and teams on the app, but once we have a bunch of athletes, because athletes are also fans uh, in a way because they engage and, and watch other highlights to be grow out that athlete persona and that, that athlete uh, community, you know, fans are going to join because of all the influx of content and all the, you know, teams on the app that they're fans of. Uh, we believe schools, you know, schools and clubs are very um, important for our app because one, you know, majority of our users are middle school and high school athletes. We do have college athletes, but I think starting with the high schools and middle schools, will be important. And, and, you know, once you get all the athletes on now, you know, the parents and the fans of that school can get on and engage with that team. I'm just thinking the whole time, boy, if we could have had this one, I was in high school, that would have been amazing. And that's probably also what's going on here. You know, you're building that community. I'm hearing content. I'm hearing community. I'm hearing context as well. These are coming together. We do have to, however, bring it to a close. So in one top line takeaway here what is the one thing you've done to get the biggest uplift that you've seen i'll give you two but they're very similar i would say testing constantly yeah testing constantly trying things and failing fast that's Mm going to help you a lot learning from your users and figuring out what you know the value is and what you're offering users what they enjoy what they don't so testing and failing fast is very important and then talking to your users, you know, you're growing this community, uh, you know, our biggest goal is to create this really cool community of athletes as a brand and on our platform and getting feedback just from them, talking to them. Uh, they're going to help you out as a, you know, young startup community is always important. Just getting to know your users and uh, testing, I would say are the two biggest ones. And then obviously perseverance, you're going to mm-hmm. run through some bumps. So, you know, constantly going at it, you're going to fail. That's just part of it and continuing to, to work and work with your team, work with your, your teammates on your team and uh, continuing to grow as a company just together is uh, extremely important. They gave us a lot of great ideas here, Drew, and uh, got it really good insights into what you're becoming as a company as well. How would our audience best stay in touch with you as you develop, as you develop and release and rebrand your new app, or maybe just to connect with the community that you're creating and all that content as well, not to mention the influencers. So uh, what are the best ways? Yeah. So, you know, obviously download our platform. It's uh, on the iOS store and play store uh, press sports as what's Mm -hmm. called it's free. So don't worry about paying. Everything's free. Um, You know, engage with other athletes, post your content, engage with other content. Do whatever you'd like. Uh, we have a lot of social media platforms. We have Instagram, um, YouTube, Twitter, TikTok. Uh, they're all press sports. You can just search them. 
These platforms are usually to, you know, promote some of the highlights, but if you really want to see all the highlights, you should go on our app. And then, you know, you can go on our website as well, uh, www.pressportsapp.com. Uh, subscribe to our newsletter. We have some blogs coming out soon. And then, you know, the rebuild is coming out, you know, in June. So uh, definitely check it out. Well, and we'll be watching for that because June's a great time. It's the best season to uh, relaunch and, and reboot uh, your community and give us a new look, a new feel. I want to thank you so much for sharing today, Drew. Yeah, thank you so much, Peggy. Always a great time coming on with you guys. And uh, like I said, you guys have been incredible just us as a company and, you know, continue to see you guys grow just as you know much as I enjoy seeing us grow. So um, thank you so much. And Drew has shared his journey and to help marketers and organizations with the insights and direction they need to drive customer connection and retention. CleverTap is going on a journey of its own in a way. You can connect with them at Mao, Mao in Las Vegas, June 6 through 8. Mao is the world's only, world's largest acquisition and retention show. So see you there. Maybe check out on the CleverTap website to signal your interest, set up a meeting, whatever. I'll be there as well at Mal, and I'd be happy to meet up with you. So until then, I hope to see you there. And of course, if you can't do that and you still want to just keep up with me throughout the week, find out more, then you can email me, Peggy. Peggy at mobilegroove.com is where you can find my portfolio of content marketing and app marketing services. As always, check out this and all earlier episodes of our show on Amazon, iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. And if you prefer video, well, hey, we've got you covered there as well because we've got this podcast in video powered by The Groove over on YouTube. So until next time, remember, every minute is mobile. Let's make every minute count. Keep well, and we'll see you soon. 